From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to the Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion email edition for January 21st, 2010 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Kathy Whirling, joined this week by my good friends. I'm going to look around the table this time. <laughs> Julie Martin, Teresa Eccles, Kevin Close, John Magi, Corey Martin, Pete and Walter aren't with us today. And Max, the intern, has stepped out for a little bit. <laughs> stepped out. <laughs> he actually went to the out. gas station to get Teresa's snacks. I was trying snacks. to make a sound <laughs> better. He, did, he went to get his own food. He was hungry. She sent him to a gas station. <laughs> That's where he went. She's such a good mom. I don't let him go any further. Get Doritos. He's going to have some Hostess cakes, some Doritos, <laughs> a Red Bull. Get me a Slim Jim. I mean, the hot dogs that have been spinning there Wait, for I'll like four sli- days. Does it smell like meat in here to anybody? Why is it in jerky? Good luck. You get a whiff of meat. Like <laughs> <laughs> John or something. It's on that side of the room. You Kevin, think I smell like meat? Kevin <laughs> just made me want a Slim Jim. Do you know what I like? A Slim Jim with an orange juice. I know that sounds so gross, but it is so and good. And one of them pickled eggs. <laughs> oh, my God. That's got to be a pregnancy craving. Slim Jim with an orange juice. There's a gas station near our house, and in the window, they have like this little food station inside there's a, a sign in the window that says fresh seafood salad <laughs> <laughs> every time I see it I get the skeevies thinking meat okay we're gonna get the uh, the business side of this out of the way and then we'll move on to some voicemails and emails and I have a um, bunch of uh, questions to ask the team to see if we can stump them today. So if you'd like to send us an email, the address is podcast at WDWinfo, or you can fill out the feedback form on our show notes page at podcast.wdwinfo.com. If you'd like to leave a voicemail, the numbers are 1-877-310-9662. If you're local to the Orlando area, it's 407 574 and I don't have a good British accent, but the phone number for the UK is 0808-120-2316. And if you're in Australia, it is 1-800-774-531. Okay. If we play your voicemail or read your email on the show, you'll get a choice of a Diz Unplugged t-shirt or a pin and lanyard. Or a coffee mug. Oh, cool. We it's pretty popular. Then once a month, we select one person to have a shot at the prize matron where you could win anything from a $25 gift certificate to a podcast cruise. So we're going to start off. My daughter, when I had my birthday back in October, knows that I'm a big Disney geek, and she tried to bring me to my knees with these questions. So I turned 57, so she came up with 57 questions. And I think I got most of them right. So I only have to answer 49 so we're not going to do all of them, but um, we'll start off with an easy one. Okay, so what's, what's the rules? If we know the answer, we do what? You just call it, just say your name, and we'll get to you. Okay. How many versions of Figment has Kevin. there been? Kevin. What's the answer? <laughs> <laughs> what? If they're easy, don't say anything so I can answer them. <laughs> That's what she said before the That's show what started. She said. So I'm not going to say anything. I'm sorry, Kathy, what was that? How many versions of Figment has there been? 
Teresa. Two. Three. <laughs> you give me the wrong answer? Uh-huh. Oh <laughs> You're going to cheat? We're going to give you the wrong answers. Oh, this is wrong. Okay. When walking into the World Showcase, what is the third country on the left and right side? Germany and... You didn't say your name. It doesn't count. And France. Anybody else? Kevin. Oh, the third country. Okay, I was confused. I'm like, there are no countries on the right side. Because I'm like thinking that's water. <laughs> Germany and water. China and Morocco. China and France. Oh, right. What is... Okay, now, Teresa, you have to get this one. Oh, God, pressure. Okay. What is the name of the ride when you first enter Epcot? Julie. Let me think. (laughs) Come on, you know it. It's your favorite ride. Yeah. Mission Earth. (laughs) (laughs) Spaceship Earth. Space. <laughs> the big ball. Yeah, I love it. Good times. What water park opened first? Ooh. River Country. Kevin. That's correct. Oh. Oops, I did that backwards. <laughs> Kevin. Where? Okay, this maybe Kevin will know this one. Um, where can you find seared golden tile fish? Blue Zoo? The Coral Reef. Okay. Is that a menu item? Mm-hmm. Or is it an actual fish like floating no, around? It's an actual okay. Yeah, I don't think that's on there anymore. Oh, okay. We have a technicality. I think okay. that's what they use on the floor of the men's room. Really? <laughs> <laughs> what is the original name of the ride in Mexico? El Rivo de Tiempo. Taco. <laughs> 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 That's it. Who is the featured... Wait a minute. Was that it? Yeah. Without the taco. The the Mexican words I know. Cerveza. Who is the current sponsor of Journey into Imagination with Figment? Kodak? Hey, very good. I think she's partial to a lot of these questions. Yeah, really? (laughs) Really? Come on. Throw something at me I know. Okay. Who is the current president of Walt Disney World? Crap. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Pete talks about this Doesn't one. Clean rooms? What's <laughs> no. <laughs> Doesn't clean rooms? No, I know that's not right. You're whispering. What are you telling me? Whisper to get louder. Loud. <laughs> that's not a whisper. She has headphones on. So She's like whispering in my ear. <laughs> He's going to write it down for her. Make Croft. Oh, you told her the right one. Is that sure. right? Yep, that's it. See, I was Should've right. Said Obama she... or something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> name, <President> Obama. <laughs> name the four holidays that are celebrated in the Carousel of Progress. Snooze Day. <laughs> nap Nappabration. Christmas, Fourth of July. Okay, um, you're good for two. I was about two. to say Corey should know. Thanksgiving. Well, I haven't been on it in years. Easter, Easter wouldn't be one. Would it? He always liked it. I like the final room. July 4th, Christmas, Valentine's Day, and Halloween. Oh. Okay, let's see. How many bricks make up the um, facade from the American Adventure Building? There are no bricks. <laughs> no, that's the <laughs> Cinderella's castle. <laughs> 1776. 
110,000. <laughs> Kevin was trying to be off because of that. That was clever, know, at least. Yeah. That's, that's right. It's clever. It's just what funny. color are the 3D glasses in Honey, I Shrunk the Audience? Yellow. Orange. Yellow. Mine are always dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Smudged. Yellow is correct. What was the name of the attraction before it was the Seas with Nemo? Oh. The Living Seas. Correct. Where in <laughs> <laughs> it's the sincerest form of flattery. It really is. Where in Epcot can you play the drums? Ooh, South America, South Africa, man. South America. <laughs> <laughs> that little tchotchke stand. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was as South you Africa. come around the corner. It's right there. Africa. Yeah. Any of the shops that sell drums. That's How many toll booths are at Epcot? <laughs> what? How many toll booths? When if you're, you're asking how many are open when I go, one. <laughs> Six. I don't know how many there are total. Oh, oh, you mean the pay? Oh, at the parking yeah. kiosk. Four. Mm-hmm. Six. Sorry. I think she said four. <laughs> it's okay, five. She's poking me. It hurt. Teresa. The baby knows the answer. What does Epcot mean? Every paycheck comes on Thursday. Yep. <laughs> Every polyester costume. <laughs> What's the rest of that? Every paycheck comes on Thursday. That's the cast member one. Every person comes out tired. tired. Yeah. There's one about the experimental costumes. prototype community of tomorrow. Right. When did Soren open? That is correct, by the way. When did Soren open? In California or Florida? Uh, I think here. Let's go with Florida. I don't know. <laughs> Two thousand four. Five five two thousand five. Uh, okay. Clever. What two airlines have sponsored attractions at the Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World? Delta and American. You got half of that. United. Southwest. Delta and Eastern. Oh. Eastern. There are my sunglasses. <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> I've been looking for my sunglasses for a week now. I see them on the table. Hidden. Is guest relations on your right or left as you're leaving? Animal Kingdom. Right. I don't know where guest relations is at Animal Kingdom. (laughs) Very good. It's right. That's right. I knew that. Where can you find a statue of St. George slaying a dragon? Germany. Wow, you guys got that one fast. Okay. Where's the original Soren? Teresa, do you know that one? California. Yay! What color are Figment's wings? Oh, they're sparkly little glittery purple. Uh, they're <laughs> orange, like his horns. It depends on his mood. <laughs> his mood wings. His mood wings. <laughs> what is the name of the restaurant in Disneyland that is two levels? Uh, it's in California Adventure, right? No. Oh, it's in Disneyland. It's in Disneyland. Is it the? Is it New Orleans area? No. Give us a hint. You can't because that would give you the answer. Okay, give us the answer. Club 33. Right, isn't that upstairs? It's upstairs, right? You walk in downstairs downstairs. and take an elevator, but... I saw the elevator. What Disneyland... saying what what restaurant in the contemporary is 14 stories? (laughs) (laughs) That's a cheesy question. Let me add that question to my list. I thought Um, you said we weren't going through all 59 of them. No. Fifty-seven. Uh, what Disneyland attraction includes the Nautical Exploration and Marine Observation Research Center? That In- Nemo ride. I don't know. That Finding Nemo: The Submarine Voyage. That's the worst ride ever. 
Yeah, that if you're is claustrophobic. <laughs> All I could think is that I'm going to die in here. <laughs> what side is the camera shop located at Magic Kingdom? Corey. The right. Hey. Okay, and this one's for Corey, too. When did the Disney College program begin? Mm, 1981. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. Okay. That's right. Okay, so you were paying attention to those classes. Yeah. Okay. So I think everybody did. Yes, because a hard one. Um, How many bricks are? What city is replicated in Italy? Venice. Replicated. What was this? Robots. St. Mark's Square. That's not the city. It's Venice. St. Mark's Square is in Venice. I'm just going by what the (laughs) answers are here. Julie's right. Katie is wrong. Well, you said Venice, (laughs) and she didn't say you were right, and I thought, oh, my God, what is it? (laughs) I've seen the real one. I know. I was thinking the same thing. I know it's right. (laughs) Okay. So that's, you know, I said some of these questions took some thinking, at least it did for me to, to come up with the answer. And it was interesting to see when you think you know a lot about the parks, you know, there's a few details because she's there. We went to the parks the day before she gave me this, and she's there like, well, now pay attention as you go through the parks. And yes, let me count the bricks in that building. There was one, there was some shield, or there was something up on um, outside of Beer Garden, and I didn't see it till we pulled up on the boat, and I went, oh, there it is, there it is. But it's like, you know, sometimes you walk by things so many times, you don't, like, see the details anymore. So, well, thank you, everybody, for playing with that and Corey we're going to go to a voicemail and the first one is from Castaway Kev and he's going to update us on the one hour shopping pass at Disneyland. Hello Corey in the game. Happy 2010. This is Castaway Kev calling in from just outside the gates of the Disneyland Resort and the reason that I'm calling in from just outside the gates is because I have an update on the shopping pass. Uh, the shopping pass is something that Disneyland used to offer to allow guests about an hour in the park to run in and grab an item that they might have forgotten. Well, that path is no longer available. Uh, they discontinued it about a year ago, is what I've been told by both guest services and guest relations, and so I thought I'd pass that information on to other listeners. And uh, the sunny weather is very nice here in Southern California. Hope you guys have a great 2010. Thanks, Castaway Kev. Um, that's interesting. I know that's a, a topic on our boards a lot of times is do they still have that shopping pass? They used to have that in Disney World also. They mm-hmm. used to have, I know we, they had it at Epcot. Yeah, I, I guess I can see why they did away with that. But Okay, well, thank you, Castaway Kev. Okay. Nom de plume. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big words. Okay, we're going to start with um, an email. Anybody want to go first? I will. Julie. Teresa's been going first. <laughs> Mine's from Ashley Clark. I was catching up on old podcasts during the recent hiatus and cracked up when Pete referred to the old Saturday Night Live skit that involved a certain sneaky land shark who was always trying to enter women's apartments under false pretenses. It got me thinking, are any of you fans of Saturday Night Live? I personally have particular fondness for the shows of the 80s and earlier. Does anyone even watch it anymore? I love Daddy Murphy um, as Mr. Robinson, Billy Crystal as Fernando, and Bill Murray as the cruise lounge singer. <coughs> I could go on. If you're fans, what would you say was your favorite skit or character? I realize it has nothing to do with Disney, but I thought it would be fun. Thanks for the fun. Oh, wait, thanks so much for the fun, hilarious, and, of course, informative podcasts. Yes, I'm not a fan now. Did you watch it last Saturday? It was horrible. It, I could. I go to sleep. 
there's a lot <laughs> of really bad now, there's a lot but. of talk about certain new cast members this Kristen wig gets a lot of publicity you read about her a lot so i tried watching it one night it was awful and they're not funny well, not weekend update one. can still be kind of funny sometimes i was gonna say the news is the one thing that yeah. i find even vaguely funny yeah. who's the guy that does all the videos like i'm on a boat and with justin oh, timberlake my uh andy my sandberg, sandberg or sandberg or like yeah. yeah grace likes him i'm a fan of the older ones too like i loved the church lady dana carvey mm-hmm. i like I, mango y'all remember mango oh my god the wild <laughs> monkey man that was so annoying he was that short <laughs> and he's always smacking his butt and Chris Catan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's freaky looking. <laughs> they did a thing not too Mango. long ago and it was based on like the um the four sisters, I can't the Lennon sisters, and they were all just average and then one of them had little tiny hands. I <laughs> <laughs> And they would all start clapping, and she had these little tiny hands that came out of her armpits. And like it was little T Rex hands? Or kind something. of, yeah, like she had little T Rex arms. And I have to tell you, it was one of those things where I was slipping through the TV station or the stations, <laughs> and found it, and I was, the tears were rolling down my eyes. I TiVo'd it and watched it over and over again. Other than that, I don't think there's even anything to smile about. No, I like the earlier episodes like she's talking Mm. about, but we loved when um, Adam Sandler was on there, Chris Farley. Farley, um, Who's the dude that died that always was uh, the lounge singer guy? Um, Oh, Bill Murray was the lounge singer and he's live. No, but there was another one after him. Oh, I love Bill Murray. That's Bill Murray. Now when we go to restaurants, I always get them to do feelings because he did such a bad rendition of it. I always want to see if anybody can do any better than that. <laughs> they always have interesting musical guests on, too, mm-hmm. and I sometimes will watch just to see who the music... Oh, last week's was horrible. Ting Tang or Ting oh, Ling or yeah, whatever that name was. They call me... <laughs> That's <laughs> horrible song. Stupid. They call me Nante. <laughs> I'm thinking, what the crap is I think probably my all-time... I have to say my all-time favorite skit would be when... Chris Farley and Patrick Swayze were auditioning for Chippendale. Oh, I remember that um, one. That yeah. is just one of the funniest ones ever. Sweaty balls. But he was favorite. yes, that's a good one. That's a more recent. You're talking about Chris 2000s. Farley. You're talking about someone who was fearless. Yes, mm-hmm. he would do anything for a laugh. He Most of the time, trying- people in the skits with him, you could see them laughing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they're having to sit there covering their face or hiding behind something because they can't control themselves. And I go way back. I mean, the, I was a fan of the original Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Chevy and Gumby. Gumby. John Belushi. Even further than that. John Belushi and back mm-hmm. into them, yeah. See, I only can see those through reruns. Or Lisa like... Lupner. Remember Lisa Lupner? I do. But anyway, well, that was a fun question. Well, Good thank time. you, Julie. Anybody else want to go? Sure, I have one. Uh, mine is from Jamie Stevenson from Pelham, Alabama. She says, Hi, podcast team. My husband has to travel to the Orlando area for a business trip towards the end of the month. Knowing my love for Disney, he asked me if I wanted to join him for an extended weekend getaway. Upon our arrival at the airport, we're renting a car through Avis. The rental car will only be for one day so he can travel to his meeting. He'll be returning the car to Avis at the Hilton in downtown Disney. What will be the best way to catch the... What will be the best way for him to catch... Okay, stop. I apologize. What will be the best way for him to get to Pop Century from the Hilton? Should he just walk to downtown Disney and catch the bus from there? And if so, how far is the walk? If he wanted to go straight to the parks from the Hilton, could he ride their shuttle? Or do you have to be a Hilton guest in order to get use their shuttle? Thanks so much for all you do. Uh, Jamie Stevenson on the Disboards. She's J-O-S or J-C-S-B-A-M-A. Uh, Jamie, 
just have him walk across the street to downtown Disney. It's literally across the street. Mm-hmm. The marketplace is. Yeah, you, you can also smell the bus fumes from there. Yeah, right. I was just gonna say you also come right to the bus station. Right, it's at the, the end. Is. The bus stop is pretty much right behind the Earl of Sandwich, which is across the street from the Hilton. And don't do the Hilton's transportation because they don't. It's not a continuous bus like Disney, so you, right, you don't have to wait for it to show up and whatever park it's going to go to. And they're going to take you to a park. And if you want to get to the park, if Pop Century, you're going to have to take a bus to the park and then get the bus from the park to the Pop Century. So, yeah, just walk across the street and he can get to wherever he wants to go. Well, thank you, Kevin. Next, we're going to go to a voicemail from Helen. She has a question on FastPass. Hi, podcast crew. This is Helen from Pennsylvania. H Monkey Runs on the boards. I'm calling you from Kidani Village, where I'm looking out at the savannah filled with giraffes. And I just wanted to share with you an observation I had about... Um, the Fast Pass distribution at Animal Kingdom and the Hollywood Studios. Um, in the last two days, I was at both of those parks, and at the Fast Pass distribution, they were not checking your park admission tickets. They would just ask you how many Fast Passes you wanted. So you could go up and get, you know, three or four Fast Pass return tickets without showing any, any ID, basically, and walk away from Toy Story Mania. Um, Safari and Expedition Everest and I just thought that was kind of strange and I was wondering if you knew if there was going to be a new system of fast passes if they weren't going to correlate them to your tickets anymore or what was going on with that because it seemed kind of ridiculous that we could collect you know four fast passes for Toy Story Mania and yet the fast passes were totally distributed by about 10.30 on um, I guess it was Monday They they were gone fast and yet you could still grab up, you know, if you had gotten there early enough, you could grab them up. It seems like a very unfair system these days. So anyway, I just wanted to tell you that and see if you knew what was going on. Thanks. Bye. Well, thank you, Helen. That's interesting. I wonder if that has something to do with their new, what, that we talked about in the um, podcast like the show. pass machines weren't working. I was going to say, sound broke. Well, I was going to say either <laughs> that or is that going to be part of the new, you know, how they're going to enhance your experience that maybe you're not going to have to you're going to have to have an iphone to get a fast pass. text message you a fast pass well, you know like how they were doing the the test over at um rock and roller coaster maybe they're coming up with a new way to to give you a fast pass or at something. first i was going to suggest that maybe it the park just wasn't crowded enough and they were instead of making people wait in line to get a fast pass but when she said that they were gone by 10 30 it sounds to me like the reader mm-hmm. the card reader broke mm-hmm. and they were just pushing that button behind the machine and printing out however many you asked for i know the central um fast i bet you pass, most people were honest the central fast pass over at animal kingdom is covered up now so i guess they're done with that test or maybe because it wasn't very busy the day i was there in other words, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> See, we can, we can cover that real good. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you, Helen. Okay, we're going to move on to some more emails. Anybody else? Uh. Microphone down. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, this one comes from Kitty Kitty. She's from Seattle, Washington. I bought a seven-day... <laughs> 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 That's <laughs> Her real name's Susan, but I thought Kitty Kitty was better. I like oh. Kitty Kitty better. <laughs> Kitty Kitty. Kitty Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you say it just sounds dirty. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, she writes, I bought a universal seven-day two-part ticket back in April 2008. From, my, from what I can see, it does not expire, but must show credit card I used to pay for the ticket, to pay for it. The, well, 
show the credit card that she used to pay for the ticket. Well, I have changed credit cards since then and no longer have it. Will this be a problem? It does have my name on the ticket. This happens a lot to people. You know, either you, um, you know, your credit card expires or you get a new one or whatever. Just go to guest services. As long as you can show an ID that matches with your ticket, you're, you're going to be fine. Someone posted on our boards, I think it was Luke. The guy, Luke, who posts on our boards that somebody bought him a ticket, one of these tickets for the holidays, and he didn't have that credit card. So that will answer his question also. Yeah. That's just a, you know, an added, added way that they can tell who you are. But So that way, if you can't provide an actual ID that says you are the person on the ticket, you know, they can say, well, you know, you have the credit card, then, you know. That's why a lot of venues will do mm-hmm. will call for uh, shows. It also happens with parents buying their uh, their child a ticket. My child's a lot going to spring uh, break. Yeah, exactly. I'm not giving my <laughs> child my credit card. How are they going to get their tickets? Yeah. But yeah, that's from Kitty Kitty. <laughs> I just keep thinking of the song. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. John, do you have one? I do. Is yours a good one? It's excellent, by the way. Mine's from Bruce Pierce in New Britain, Connecticut. I read the recent blog Kathy did regarding the Tables in Wonderland dinner at the Great Movie Ride. I have Tables in Wonderland and never get notified for any of these events. Oh, that's because they hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how I can contact, who I can contact to get this notification? I actually sent uh, Bruce an email with the information, but I wanted to let other folks know. If you have Tables in Wonderland, you can write to them. www.tables.in.wonderland at disney.com um, dot 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 there's actually two folks who work tables in wonderland that I can that I can tell you about because one of them is dot no none of them is dot because I've been dealing with them and they're really great folks so send them an email let them know that you are a tables in wonderland member and you never get these emails it's probably just a, a case of your email was spelt wrong when they entered it or something like that and and they'll get it worked out for you but they're really good good people to work with so it will not be a problem. Well, thank you, John. Now we're going to go to another voicemail. This is from Pete's friend from Australia, Kiwi Tim, with questions on the give a day, get a day. Howdy, regular folk. It's uh, Kiwi Tim calling out of Sydney, Australia. Just had a uh, question regarding the give a day, uh, get a day promotion. And uh, me being from New Zealand, was wondering whether that's open to uh, New Zealanders to enter. And of course, because my wife would like to uh, come along with me in her being Australian, is it open to criminals? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Happy New Year, everybody, and uh, thanks for your answer. Bye. Well, thank you, Tim. I looked on the um, Give a Day, Get a Day FAQ page and it didn't say that people from outside the United States couldn't do it. It's just you need to go to the website and find a, an activity that you could do and I don't know how that's going to work. Um, I know there's a few activities that um, are like virtual. There's a Project Linus that they were making blankets for people. I know a lot of people on the Diz were doing the blankets and you can send them in. Um, I guess you'd probably have to look for something maybe like that that you could do. You know, it's not actually like going to a park and, you know, like a community park and cleaning up or something like that. I, I think there's some virtual volunteer activities. But you, you mean have, I don't have to, like, read to old people or anything? No. Oh, good. No. <laughs> they have one where you can sign up to watch American Idol. <laughs> 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 
but look on the website, you know, they're they're adding more opportunities all the time and sometime in February, like the second week of February, um, Corey and I are going to a give a day get a Disney Day event, so we'll have more information on that and we'll bring it back and share it all with what you. Did he say his wife was a criminal? Yeah. Does <laughs> yeah. that do some time, get some time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Okay. Well, Took you a while to she get thought it was a good one. I did, yeah. <laughs> I got points for that one. That was a pity laugh. She's the host. <laughs> <laughs> Pete never gave me a pity laugh. <laughs> no, that was good. I like that. That was genuine. Okay. We're going to move on. I have an email. This is from Julie Canfield in Claremont here in Florida. Hi, podcast crew. Thank you again for the wonderful Disapalooza weekend. I'm still in awe that I was in the same room as Marty Sklar. I know. I'm such a geek. Well, I think there was, you know, hundreds of us that were in the geek category. I have him in my speed dial. (laughs) I'm sure this question has been asked and answered before, but please indulge those of us who don't know, how did you all meet? And second question, do you go to the parks other than for podcast research or travel agent business? Thank you for everything, especially helping me stay sane at work by bringing me some laughter into my day. Julie. We go for haircuts. <laughs> really? <laughs> we called Teresa up on this 900 number, and that's where we found her. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's how you found me. I know I met most of the podcast team when they had Diz meets, the meets over at the Swan Dolphin. I think that's so when you just I first showed up and, and met them, or what? Didn't you? I mean, how did you come aboard? Um, you were I, I was a moderator okay, on the Diz boards, and so I, I did meet Pete here at his house. And I think I know I met Kevin because I thought he was somebody else, and he probably doesn't remember that story, but I do. Um, and <laughs> I thought you were I thought you were another moderator, Ron Pete. Oh. And I can remember saying that, and you just went, "No, I'm Kevin," and I went like. No, <laughs> Don't you know who I am? Well, yeah. In a very superior tone, apparently. Too. No, 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 you didn't. You said it very I'm nicely. Her that. voice go up. Really? I'm Kevin. No, he said it very nicely, and then I felt bad because he seemed like such a nice person, and, and I had mistaken him for somebody else. But I met you then when we did the get-together with the Swan Dolphin, and that was when John said that you know it was okay if we took pictures, but we couldn't show his face. And that's when I met Bob, well, too. that's no longer a rule, is it? That's, I think people pretty much respect yeah, that rule. Yeah, people role. are pretty good about that. They won't post on the boards if there's a picture of my face in it. Mine either. Or they put, like, a big thing over you guys. And so there's, like, it's, like, a big black block, then me, then Corey, <laughs> another big black block, Pete. <laughs> the <laughs> so best one ever was, was it you who took yes. us out of the one that we had mm-hmm. to meet at? The oh, your feet and your were legs were still <laughs> I was so proud of that picture because I had taken, you know, the upper half of them out of it. And I swear (laughs) it it was only moments (laughs) after that picture was posted on the Diz that people went, I see two extra sets of legs. They counted the feet. You know, and they saw John's little sock support things and they knew it was (laughs) my hose, my support hose. (laughs) (laughs) Your garters. (laughs) Like, my great grandmother used to wear sock supporters. Apparently, Teresa thinks I do, too. <laughs> yeah, but she can see yours with the shorts. <laughs> Teresa, he wasn't wearing them that day. I He's holding his ankle socks it. up. <laughs> and as far as going to the parks when we're not working, yeah, I, I go to the parks, you know, for... Pleasure. As I always say, my therapy. You know, maybe just to go over to have a Dole Whip or just to walk down Main Street. Just because just- I can. This was just asked recently was on it? the boards about no about oh. about going to the parks about how we all know each other. 
I think there's a there's an old podcast. Go back and listen to the old podcast because it's really a long story of. I met him when he met her, and yeah. But do you go to the parks? I go to the parks. You know, just for. Yeah, I do. I don't think we've been to a park in. Months Since this past we've been Friday. To, I mean, we, we went to the Hollywood Studios. Really? Oh yeah. It's, <laughs> it's been like hours ago. It's been it's, days. I, it's weird because I don't. We don't ever go to the parks just to have fun. We have fun while we're at the parks, but there's always a yeah, reason. There's a reason mission that we have to accomplish. Right, even if then, we've gone to the parks without knowing what that is, it turns into oh, we could talk about this. The haircut was the first time in a long time that we weren't on a festival where I left the camera at home. I'm like, whoa, this is weird. I feel naked. Yeah, every once in a while I'll do that. But I think I probably live closer to the parks mm-hmm. than everybody. Yeah, so for me, be, it's just easy. It to, has to be planned for me. But it's still tough to relax and not think about, you know, are we going to oh, yeah. talk about this on a show? Mm-hmm. Or do we, do we need a photo of this? Do we need to update the site with this? Or is I that should be new? answering emails. Yeah, something. It's tough to relax. <laughs> Should we say we're the hard-working podcast team? Disney's always on our minds. They're yeah. all looking at me like... If you want to, go ahead and say that. <laughs> okay, anybody else have another email? I have another one. Kevin? I have one. I have not read one yet. You do? Oh, you didn't I'm say anything. sorry. <laughs> all right, Teresa. Go ahead, Kevin. No, go ahead, Kevin. Teresa. Go ahead, Kevin. We'll Kevin. pity you. Oh, good. It's the passive-aggressive Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this comes from Michelle Peters. We are considering buying DVC sometime later this year. I actually got my hubby to do the tour during Dizapalooza at his suggestion. So I'm trying to get info on purchasing annual passes, too. I thought I read somewhere that annual passes are good for 15 months instead of just 12. Is that still true? And if so, how does that work? Any tips on making the most of your annual pass? What some sort of great discounts could I expect Are there actually worth that are actually worth using? Thank you so much. Love the show. Keep up the fantastic job. Also, any ad- updates, rumors, or news about Fantasyland expansion? Just curious what, if any, closures to expect over the coming year. I also read a rumor about the closure of the Backlot Tour and Studio Catering Company, possibly to make room for some more Pixar attractions and Pixar-themed eatery. Any word on that? Michelle. You wind your it. You answer it. Oh. Okay, yes, you still can't get the 15 month, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. That's good. Right. I know that's true. Yep, that's true. If you buy your pass now, this year you'll get uh, 15 months. How does that months. work? Well, you buy it and you get 15 months. That's how that works. <laughs> oh, I like how she's now being snarky to our listeners. <laughs> hey. <laughs> y'all know who Michelle Peters is? She was on the cruise. Y'all remember this? She gave us the little uh, blue bonnet seeds. Oh, okay. Uh, Don't remember yeah. that? Yeah. Anybody plant them? I was waiting until spring. Okay, ours are growing. Anyway, um, Fantasyland expansion. I didn't see anything going on when I was over there the other day. They're not supposed to start till towards the end of 2010. Spring. Sp- spring. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the end of 2010? I really haven't, after the big announcement, I really yeah. haven't seen them say much of anything. There's been no no new announcements. They put a few artist renderings out there, but yeah, you know, that's about it. Okay, well, the annual pass is worth it. She's asking if that's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's worth it if you're going to be here more than once or twice a year. There's a formula out there for how many days it becomes worth it to buy the annual pass mm-hmm. over Isn't the daily pass. like somewhere like around 10? 10 or 11, yeah. something like that. And then, of course, there's other perks. There's discounts and stuff. And he said, what are the, the perks that are worth it? 
I say, whatever you're doing, ask. Do I get a so I always pass forget to ask. We do too. You don't pay to park. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. That's a really big one. I know you get discount at the World of Disney because I always get it there. Right. There are some lunch discounts at Epcot. You just have to be sure, remember that you have it. Right. And I always forget. Like I didn't just use it. They kind of frown phone. upon you running back into the restaurant screaming, Oh, I have an annual pass. <laughs> oh, my dollar twenty. But I would say don't just buy it. I know a lot of people think they buy it for the room discounts. Um, well, if she's going to have DVC, it doesn't, yeah, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. But I mean, for anybody else out there that, you know, there's don't car, just buy it for There's for a car the rental discount on there, too, I think. Car rentals. So some of the events. Mm-hmm. When you buy your annual pass, you'll get a little booklet. With tiny words that you cannot exactly. really read. Yes. <laughs> Find someone young with Not good eyes. The and Hubble telescope. It. It's Bob Print. And every now and then they'll offer like a, a tour of Cinderella's Castle. They had different events. They they did a thing how they do the fireworks. If you go to the annual pass holder site, they you have get some that different cool little monitor thing. I think that's cool to read. Yeah, the Mickey do you know monitor. What's funny? What? I don't get it. John doesn't get it. My mom gets it every single time, and she lives across the street. Really? Have huh. you ever gotten one? We've never gotten one. Oh, I get like four every time. Do you really? All to me. The other thing they do is once in a while they'll have annual passholder events. Like, yes. for instance, there was I, the last one I can actually remember was there was an annual passholder event for Expedition Everest when it opened. I'm sure there's been other ones since then. Sometimes but. they let annual passholders ride a ride before it's open to the general public. Mm-hmm. We have a whole list in our discounts area. Just look for the annual pass discounts, and we have a whole list. And thank you for the blue bonnet seats that we're growing. <laughs> We can't grow anything except those little... Um, Apparently children. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we cannot keep a plant alive, but a child? <laughs> you are fertile. We've got that down. What's those little uh, bamboo things? Oh, yeah. Those are really hard to kill. Yeah, <laughs> those rocky plants? That's about it. They don't even have to be in water court. <laughs> yeah. We're really good at those. I call them the bob plants because we got them at the Sora... You still oh they're, they're, they're those yeah those, those little, little moldy glass things. so you don't yeah, actually change them out of those event. you don't have landscaping in your yard Corey your plants did before it froze yeah see I'm gonna have a plant cell in my yard everybody come over and take an orchid take and watch how fast it dies in the modern household give it a day get an orchid give it a day get an orchid and is Corey or Kelvin gonna follow us out to our car when we take it away yeah. Kelvin's inside his window crying yeah. <laughs> my babies hi. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the other one. It's so weird. It's like it's in their blood. It's creepy. The Eccles. <laughs> Speaking of that, have you been to the park since the frost or the cold? Have you seen how many plants got killed? I mean, oh, it was really gosh. sad. Like at Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom was rough looking. Yeah. We, we um, have, my mom has some palm trees that she's really fond of that we gave her for different holidays or occasions and we went out and covered those with sheets but we didn't cut it, cover anything in front of our house and we lost our bougainvillea. Yeah, we did too. But everything else I survived. Really? That thing is crazy. Our, our avocado tree looks rough. Looks like somebody torched it or something. It just doesn't even look right. It's just, you know, it was sort of like you feel bad for what you lost in your own yard, but I mean, you mean you think of how many thousands of dollars of landscape. We didn't lose any orchids. Lost. They all came in the house. With the outside goldfish. You slept with orchids. Yeah. The orchids. children had to go out. <laughs> orchids were everywhere. The children have blue fingers, but the orchids And they brought animals in with them. That's what freaked me out. You know, the orchids left, oh, yeah. the frogs stayed in the house. 
minding my own business, a frog lands on my head. I hate frogs. I hate frogs. (laughs) Max assured me this frog was dead. It was in the kitchen windowsill. It's dead. Okay, we'll dispose of it tomorrow. Everybody goes to bed. The frog is on my head 10 minutes later. (laughs) Wait, wait, why did the frog have to wait till tomorrow? (laughs) (laughs) Max would have been outside with the frog. They had a a sit shiver for the night. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody cover the mirrors. The frog. <laughs> and it was an albino thing. It was just oh, really? We do have some sticky frogs here in Florida. Oh, and when gosh. they jump, they sort of make this and whop they sound. Taste, and, and they taste bad. Because you licked it. <laughs> How would you know that? Because Roxy tried to bite one one time and she was like foaming at the mouth. I thought she was dying. Do you know something? That happened they to Bailey. Actually, they actually think that um, Tinker had to be on, my dog had to be on dialysis. And the first thing they asked us was, did he bite a frog? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because she spit that thing out and just started foaming at the mouth, and that thing popped, blew up like a little blowfish. And I thought, oh my gosh, she's dying, she's dying. And this is probably fascinating to the listeners. <laughs> and so, yeah, there are annual pass holder discounts. Exactly. <laughs> and apparently, killer frogs. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Okay, Kevin, do you have an email you'd like to read? Sure, now that Teresa's done. <laughs> uh, ours is from NC Bell in Wendell, North Carolina. And she says, I was going to use her real name, but she freaks out when I do. She does. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whisper she, it to me in the microphone. Francis. She accused me in chat one night of not knowing her real name. And I did. And she freaked on you? Mm-hmm. She freaked out on me. How did, No one calls me that. No one's called me that since I was a child. I did. Francis wants to know. (laughs) We are in the beginning stages of planning a Disneyland trip. I was wondering if the grocery store delivery services are out there, out there would also deliver wine, beer, and liquor. Are you going with guns and roses, Francis? (laughs) Teresa may want, want to say good times here. Thank you. NC bell. Yes. There's an Albertsons. That, We've used uh, the Albertsons. Right, that you can have the grocery delivery, and they do have beer and wine, but no hard alcohol. So, NC Bell and Courtney Love are going to do this. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Trash in the room. <laughs> Apparently, they have a website. I'm not familiar with this. Our, one of our Disneyland agents told me. You can go to their website, Albertsons, and sign mm-hmm. up for it and set the delivery can, that you, way. They've got like a, a grocery list, and you go in and you check and then if you want like deli meat, you say like a half a pound of whatever. Can you be really specific? Thin slice? Yes. <laughs> yes, really. yes you can. Head. Like when I'm ordering my pizza, light sauce, please. <laughs> and then when you get to your hotel, um, like they meet you in the lobby or whatever. I've done that several times when we've been out in California. It's real nice. I love grocery delivery. Yeah. And they, they show up. to your home? We did in Atlanta when Max was first born. I had uh, dairy That would be nice, delivered. yeah. Don't you remember Lucy cool. used to have that guy come with that box with all that stuff in it? Yeah. Oh, would, yeah. I always thought that was great. Yeah, that, that was about the same time I was having it done with Lucy. <laughs> I know, like up north in Massachusetts, there's grocery stores that will still deliver to the house. But out in California, that was really nice because we would, like, have sandwiches in the room and come back for, like, lunch or pack a sandwich and take it to the park. It just made it a lot easier than eating so the park food. So you can have food, food delivered to Disney. Disneyland, yeah. Disneyland. Oh, Disneyland. Disney World has... Disney World. There's a couple of uh, companies that do that as well. Like GardenGrocer.com. Mm-hmm. They do it. In Greensburg, at the one grocery store, my aunt and uncle have an account. It's your phone number. The last four digits of your phone number where they can charge up to a certain amount and they just pay it off. Oh, that's just small town, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
It's very greasy. Did one of the operator like Andy Griffith? <laughs> Stella get me Barney. Exactly. Well, thank you for that, Kevin. <laughs> Mom, are you laughing at my little... <laughs> <laughs> just... Don't you remember they used to type do, wiggle yeah. that little thing? Yeah. Plug, get me, unplug. Get me Raleigh. Get me the diner. Yeah, I miss that show. Um, it's on every day. Well, I, I, but I mean, back when it was, you know, I mean, I've seen all those. New every week? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now we're going to go to a voicemail. This is from Susie, and she's going to talk about appreciation for cast members. Hey, everybody. This is Susie. I'm calling from Avon, Indiana, and my name is Suze on the yep. Disney boards. I'm calling in hopes of tapping into your infinite Disney wisdom. My family and I are DVC members, and we head down to Disney World several times a year. And one of our favorite things to do as a family is to go see the shows. We are theater-loving people, so we always try to find time to watch Finding Nemo the Musical, Festival of the Lion King, Beauty and the Beast at Hollywood Studios, and any other shows that we can find. But we are frustrated, and we're hoping you can help us with it. Here's our problem. We've noticed that in other areas of the parks and resorts, if you are having a magical experience, you can always seek out a cast member and personally let them know. For example, if you like a particular character, you can seek them out and wait in line and then tell them how much you appreciate them. If you have a great experience at a restaurant, you can tell the cast member that's serving your table or maybe even the chef themselves how much you appreciate the food or the experience. But when you go see a show, other than standing and clapping, showing your appreciation through applause and maybe an occasional hoot and holler, there's really no way to personally tell the people that are on stage how much you appreciate what they do and how much you value their talents. So we were looking for any suggestions or ideas you might have on how we can tell the performers personally, if possible, how much we appreciate them and value what they do. So any ideas or suggestions you guys might have about that, we would take anything. So thanks so much for all you guys do. We love the podcast. We love Disney and we love listening to y'all. So take care. Bye-bye. Well, Suze, sorry, I mispronounced your name there. Um, Kurtz and like a note that it goes in their records. Um, I don't know how you get their names unless you just describe them. Anybody have any? You better? can go to guest services and fill out a comment. I guess okay. satisfaction card and I liked Beast in the three fifteen show. It sounded like she wanted to personally thank them, like go back. I think that's called stalking. Yeah, just say you can't like jump up on stage and run in the back. I love you. <laughs> you can't? No, you can't. Really? You're not supposed to do that? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I know on the Diz boards, a lot of times people, and I don't know how you'd get them to the people performing in the show, but they make up like little thank you business cards. Slingshot. How <laughs> on that? Like, okay, is that a program? No, okay. <laughs> during some, I thought during some of the shows, don't they come out for a, a bow, right? No, it's a festival of the Lion King. Everybody's like bowing and whatever, but you can't like go up. And to like them. Beauty and the Beast, they when they're done bowing, they they go away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like they don't come out into the audience and bow. Oh, I'm we're stumped. But I mean, usually isn't there a cast member like up by the stage that you could give them a note that maybe could get back to? I guess going to guest relations is probably the best. Why can I talk to Belle? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not that nice. 
Well, I've never had one person like really stand out in a show for me that I'm just like, oh my god. She's so, apparently thanking everybody. Yeah. I'd like to thank the person who took my ticket. You were wonderful. Which is very nice. Sounds like they like the theater and they just yeah. want to show appreciation, show appreciation for to the performers. I mean, that's a nice. The guest nice comic idea. card is the best way to do it mm-hmm. um, because it will get to that person. Yeah. Will it really? And if they get a certain mm-hmm. amount Anna of gets, recognition pins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's actually a very good cast recognition program in place. Right. And cast do get those, and it does go into their record. And there are actually um, levels of appreciation. Um, you and get, get awards. You get aw- oh, that's what Prizes I Prizes if you well, get so many a month. When, yeah. we, when we were in California and we took the backstage, whatever it was, we went and, and we were behind the scenes. We saw bulletin boards with looked like little postcards mm-hmm. tacked up on it about mm-hmm. different cast members. Mm-hmm. I'm maybe thinking that's what that's what it that's is. That's what that was. And you can sign your name to them and things like that. So it is a personalized thing, but I don't know of a way. We've joked a lot, but I don't know of a way to for you to get face to actually face to face talk to the and I'm not if you if you went back and saw the show a second day, I'm not sure you're even seeing the same performer. Right. And they so. also get only so much of a break. Right. So, you know, they perform, they then get they have whatever their break, break is. They go, <laughs> they go and they smoke, they cigarettes. smoke cigarettes, they eat, they talk. Sound glow sticks. You know. <laughs> go to the bathroom <laughs> and they're back out performing again. So they probably don't have really have time to socialize with guests. Well, thank you, Suze, for your That's question. That's an original question, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's something different. I'm going to have been to asked. watch, I guess, the next time there's a show to see if there is any way to storm the stage. Yeah. Mine's from Cindy in Vermont. I've been listening to the podcast for about a year and find only this one and one other to be worth the time. I appreciate your honest opinions. <laughs> 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 Cindy, the other one's not any good. <laughs> Don't Laughter. listen to that other one. <laughs> And especially the positive group dynamic that is displayed between all of you during your discussions. I'm wondering how well a GPS will work getting around Disney property. I have no doubt that it will get me from the airport to the purple signs, but was wondering how well the system will provide, how well the GPS will provide accurate information getting around the property itself. Not that I can read, (laughs) but it's not. Okay, (laughs) you can read, but you don't. She can't read it while she's driving. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> but it's nice to have someone reading directions while I pay attention to the road. It's my first time not relying on Disney transportation, so any guidance would be great. Um, she's also looking forward to using the new app. <laughs> I have used GPS in the past before I was good at getting around by myself because Corey always drove us to property. I, I don't pay attention, you know. <laughs> He's driving me everywhere. <laughs> so when I went for the first time what by do you myself think now, Miss Daisy? with Taylor <laughs> I was so nervous because I'm like oh my gosh what if I get lost what if I can't find Epcot <laughs> so I used a GPS in our car and it got me there just fine as long as you have the, the address or even like when I typed in Epcot it showed me Epcot wait minute, whatever wait Disney World you used a GPS system to go to Disney not now. Disney I'm property. talking about years ago. Oh, okay. I'm thinking. Man, the me. signs at Disney are really great. It's very, they're very clear, mm-hmm. and they'll show you way. But the GPS will work. So yeah, don't and, worry about that. And one that. thing I found out: even if you miss your turn, you're going to loop around somehow exactly. and get back yeah. to where you and need to be. And there's signs for everything. There's not really a way to get lost on no. Disney No, property. but the GPS will help her if she's right. feeling nervous about not being able those to get to certain places. Those points are on places. the map, and those points exactly. Are and I don't know how many times I had to go through it. I don't really mean to be at Epcot, and they're like, "Okay, turn around." <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I am? I, John is directionally challenged. I am, I am not. Me too. I, I seem to in, 
innately know which way I'm going, except on Disney property. <laughs> it's funny. We go anywhere. Like Kevin, how do I go? Where do I go? Where do I turn? What do I do? We get on Disney property. His mind goes blank. It and is. I, I don't know what it is. Well, if someone's talking to me at that precise moment when I should be looking for a sign. <laughs> I'll zip right past it and end yeah, up at Epcot. Yeah, but I don't have three kids in my car. End up at Epcot every time. I, I just to be think at Epcot and have to whip it around. That sometimes it's like, you know, you're reading the sign and you do miss the turn and you're off somewhere else, but you do eventually. You loop around. Yeah, you, you All do get back. back to the And sometimes event. taking that, you know, I'm famous for taking just rides to, to places. Sometimes it's neat to... To intentionally miss a turn and see on Disney property, go into the water. Up. Yeah, that's cool. And you know when you're leaving Disney property. There's oh yeah. Enough, so it's not like you all of a sudden you're going to becomes Tampa. It also becomes like you know you go from beautiful color and lush greenery to gray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the signs are purple and beautiful to those highway signs. Okay. Um, I stole I John's. So. I got another one. That's okay. It was just Ther- funny. <laughs> Sorry for- <laughs> Teresa, you had one, right? I do. This comes from Carla Ray. We're going to be staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge for the first time in May of 2010. I have read and heard many wonderful things about staying there. I'm trying to figure out how to make the most out of our experience during our stay. We have the Savannah View. I realize sometimes the top-rated things can be overrated, and some of the things you can do at a resort are just fabulous, don't get a lot of attention or review. Any thoughts or comments? Thanks in advance. I don't have any idea. Anybody get the high-powered rifle that hooks to the bow. <laughs> <laughs> I was over there for the first time recently, and I was amazed. I mean, I'm not sure which the Savannah view is. I'm sure you're looking at giraffes or something, mm-hmm. right? It just, it looks like a relaxing place to stay if that's what Waking kind of up, but like. stepping onto your balcony, being able to see exotic animals. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And spend some time, like, just wandering around the resort and looking at these. They have different areas you can see the animals spend some time there don't feel like oh i need to just see them out the window of my room do they have a tour that you can take around the hotel where it tells you all about the hotel and there's a there's a resort hotel and a resort tour and there's um also there's also um guides at different times will come out on those little balcony areas those mm-hmm. common areas the people are wonderful because i was talking about the animals lost several times talking about directional you know, staying there, can't you do the Sunrise Safari? Yeah, you can. can. And if you're over like in Kadani Village, they have like the fire pit. It's really nice at night to just go sit in front of the fire pit. And they always have, like you were saying, cast members standing there saying like, oh, that's yeah. such and, and such an animal. And their pool area is neat too over there. I and at night pool. they have the night vision goggles so that you can see the different animals. Wow. Before <laughs> so. you shoot them down. It's <laughs> the big game hunting. So I think a lot of, you know, just take time and. We talked about this earlier in the other show. What were our three tips? Enjoy it. Take the time and enjoy mm-hmm. it. Don't okay. always rush out of your resort to go to right. a park. You know, you could spend a whole day just there. I think. Mm-hmm. Chilling. Good times. Good times. <laughs> good times. Good times. Well, thank you, Teresa. Now we have an email from John. I do. Mine's from Luis Enrique from El Paso, Texas. WD Traveler set twenty or twenty. B- yeah. Easy yeah. for you to say. <laughs> no, it actually wasn't. <laughs> WDW Traveler 27. That's the one. Stays up too late. <laughs> He's always on the... Okay, go ahead. Your Disney mother says you should go to bed. I just have a quick question. When my mom and I went to the D23 Expo in September, we stayed in, in at the Portofino. We're thinking of staying there again in April, but my question is this. In September during the Expo, the tram that 
used to take people to the Timon parking lot. I believe that was the name of the parking lot. Was running. The Monday after the expo, the tram was not running. Now we don't want to have to walk all the all that way to get to the parks. And I want to know if the tram was just wasn't running because of the expo. Will it be transporting guests to the entrance of the parks in early April? Uh, I had no idea what you were even talking about there for a while, Luis Enrique. So I had to ask one of our Disney. Well, that's what he prefers Lewis, to be referred. Luis Enrique. Luis Enrique. So I asked one of our Disneyland agents, and she says that the Timon parking lot is closed indefinitely. Uh, so there will no longer be tram service available on that side of the park. Someone, she suggests that if you want to have the same kind of closeness to the park and the same uh, ability to get to the park, you might want to stay at the Candy Cane Inn. You can walk to the Anaheim Convention Center from there or walk to their de- dedicated shuttle to the parks. So... I had no idea what half of those words were when I read the email. <laughs> is that that parking lot? Is that where they're doing Cars Land? That's was uh, someone else said that as well. I think that area now is where they're building Cars Land, so it's no longer a parking lot. I spent the okay. whole time you were reading that email thinking, where was this expo in Disneyland? I got it now. Well, then when he said Portofino, I'm thinking, isn't that Universal? Yeah. Universal, and he's taking a shuttle over to Timon, <laughs> and then that the Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I was confused by that email too. It's been a long day. <laughs> Yeah, we've been here studios. a couple hours. <laughs> here at the Bob Barley Studios in Orlando. <laughs> well, thank you, John. And I think that's going to do it for this week. I want to thank everybody. And it's been my pleasure hosting today. We'll be back next Thursday. And remember to take a better picture. Just step forward. Step forward.